Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 662. I'm one of those Jim Gast, joined by Corey Feinsod. Ahoy! And Tony Korkanakis. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome guys to episode of the Gamecast. Now we just did the movie cast once again on Twitch, Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock. You get both episodes, you watch us live. Uh, we, we do post to YouTube the following day, so always subscribe to get notified as soon as those go live. It's usually around noon, 1 o'clock-ish time. Um, mm-hmm. So you guys, on the YouTube side. Yeah, Twitch. We actually post this. This goes right up, and uh, you know, so you can watch it on Twitch. I think right away. Or yeah, but, join us live and watch it immediately yeah. as it happens. Yeah. So Mike also, is away. Yep. Mike is away. If Mike you didn't is... watch watch the movie cast, so he'll be back next week. Um, and I'm from a new locale here. I'm in my living room today, so uh, you might see some pets walking behind me. They've been asleep so far, so that's good. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, welcome to six six sixty two. Of the man, six sixty six is coming up. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, uh, this is a long yeah. show. We've been doing this for a long time. Uh, yeah. Man, all right. There used to be no video. So, yeah. anyways, let's get into the gamecast, guys. What we what we've been playing? Um, I'm I'm playing Baldur's Gate still. Obviously, it's uh, it's all the rage. Um, it is. Mm-hmm. I'm in Act Two still. I think last week I was very optimistic I was going to finish Act Two. And there's way more than I expected in Act 2. I actually tried to cheese Act 2 to just go to the, the boss of it and fight him. Mm. And I did. I did. I've, I, I uh, have murdered a few of his people watching. They're already dead. But apparently you can't kill him right away. Uh, so I got into the, But they let you fight him. They don't tell you you can't do that. Actually, they do tell you. During the fight, you're getting warned by somebody in your head that you can't hurt him. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, so um, that was fun. Uh, so then I had to research where I was supposed to go, and now I'm in some dungeon depth stuff, uh, trying to clear dungeons, and um, doing pretty well, actually. My character's level 6. Um, not, nothing crazy about murdering towns anymore for me. This has been more on my own in dungeons, so it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, I, um, I will say that... the story that, a little bit more. Yeah, progressing the story rather than killing random people. I wasn't killing anybody. Towns killing right, each right. other. Um, sure. but yeah, was, I'm, I'm innocent. Just throwing in the situation. gas on the fire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's funny is like, uh, I did get to the, like the second hand in command of the, the guy that you're supposed to go see. Uh, she was giving me tasks to do and I have cur- killed her. She's not alive anymore, but nobody knows she's dead. Cause I killed her in her room. Uh, so she's dead. Right. And, and so like the people that I'm doing these missions for, which is kind of him, he's the, you're kind of doing like a double agent thing in this. I'm trying to keep it vague, but I'm helping his, the, her, like other people that are in her, like they're, they're friends with her and they're mentioning her. And I'm like, I'll tell her that it's all good. Um, so that has happened at least, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm only playing now, um, by the way, on the handheld mode, because I just don't like how it runs from my steam deck to my TVs. Uh, I'm okay. only playing on handheld, um, which is fine. I mean, I play the best thing about the handheld mode and the way the game is set up, the game is actually very good with a steam deck it's not something that you need to spend an hour on they've separated out like a lot of the story stuff the bits and the fights to like very small sections so you can like pick it up you can play it put it back down in like five minutes ten minutes and you know go back to it it's it's actually really good for a handheld like it's they obviously did not make it this way but they've designed a game that works well with like that way well it's verified fully verified on so i'm I'm very impressed that it it works like the Switch, Tony, with like 
you know, the small mm-hmm. piecemeal stuff. You have to keep that in mind with the Switch because you know people are playing it via, via handheld and it's not something you want somebody invested like three hours staring at the screen for something. Whereas, I mean, it can happen. Don't get me wrong. But the game is designed on small piecemeals. You can easily pick mm-hmm. it up and go. And yeah. this has that, which is insane for a game that's like, you know, 40 plus hours main story, 100 hours for the game. It has that capability though like i just yeah. did a, I, just, I got big actually before the podcast i did a quick fight i, I cleared this quick section i'm in these trials in this dungeon and i just did a, a trial i was like let me just run through i did it about 15 minutes i did a trial and i'm like okay i gotta get ready for the podcast and that was great i just picked it up put it down it's been so busy today that i haven't had much time to spend on the game but i got 15 minutes in you know what i mean so sure. um it's it's awesome to have that feature and you know i I'm, I'm excited for a lot of people to play this game on the consoles um i know that you know, not everybody's got the PC stuff. Like for me, I agree with you guys on gaming machines. The Steam Deck is great, uh, but I understand staying away from PCs sometimes. Um, but getting it on the consoles is going to be great. I don't think it's coming to Xbox right away, right? That's not hitting right away because of the, no. the split screen thing. They couldn't, they, they couldn't bypass that now, but they bypass it now. So they have gone around it and not, not requiring it for the X, the S, the S console. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. They're going to be able to release it this year now, Baldur's Gate, but it's going to be a little late. Uh, to the party mm-hmm. so it's good they did that though because there's no way this game is going to run right on the s with a split screen mode it's just, it's, i mean i'm telling you right now with this the steam deck is um it, it heats up pretty it, hits, it heats up a lot with this game so uh it's it's spinning up there but it, it's great i'm having a lot of fun with the game love leveling up the characters trying out new spells with, with my mm-hmm. i actually i went I think I told you guys I went fighter, which is a basic character and i'm regretting i i can respect though i think um i'm regretting that uh because i'm like i really think i should have gotten more into spells because i love using the sorcerer character in this game as my party member like the spells are just incredible like i'm just like oh i'm gonna do this i can try this the variation is just unbelievable whereas a Mm. fighter is just i'm gonna hit you with a club you know that's there we go Mm. Uh, i'm obviously attack multiple times there's special moves i'm I'm dumbing it down a little bit but um you know it's it's fun i'm i'm very much you're having a great time with it and you're still sticking with it so that's a good sign and I think I am going to finish it in time for Starfield. I think I'm on that. Like this is a busy week, but I I think I can get through. I, I've got to be close to Act Two's finish uh, now because I was almost. I thought I was there last week, uh, but I got to be close now. So Act Three I'll be into, and I think I can finish it. Probably not by the sixth, but probably by that weekend to move on mm-hmm. to Starfield. So, I which will be weird. About Starfield. Somebody like one of the designers or somebody that worked on the game was saying that. Um, Starfield really doesn't start until you finish the story. <laughs> I was like, wait, how does that work? Yeah, sorry. I mean, uh, Chiro just chimed in also with uh, do do what everybody else is and have a whole other character for the sto- for go through the story. And I, I agree. Uh, and again, I know you said maybe not killing whole towns. I did not kill whole towns. The towns killed each other. You allowed it to happen. I just said you guys should stick up for yourselves. That's all I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. at the end you of the day, that's all I did. the match. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, it was there. You're it was the counter. Uh, was it? Well, you're like the, the Riddler cows. and like yeah. your whatever the Gotham what? thing. Was it? Oh, the Bane. In... <laughs> yeah. Once again, it it was there. It was probably going to happen anyways down the line. <clears throat> I just sped it up. That's mm-hmm. all I did. So, okay. um, so uh, yeah, that's it. that's really it for me though, gaming wise. Uh, we've been playing a little bit of Harry Potter, but I've been playing actually. We, um, my stepdaughter got Animal uh, Crossing for Switch. Uh, so we got to play that a little bit and uh, just dance, believe it or not. We played a little, she was mm. playing that and that's, that's a fun game for the kids to get them moving. So, um, mm. yeah. yeah like, so that's, that's it for me. Active, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Tony, what have you been playing? 
I travel to, uh, I'd say 20 something hours in. Which, so maybe a little half, a little less than halfway, I think. Which game was it? You cut out the Octopath. Path. Path. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's still fantastic. Got most of the characters now. Um, the way the game is structured is kind of weird because you can, um, you're encouraged to like bounce around between the different characters and do their stories because like every character has their own personal motivation on why they're adventuring or, right, or, or yeah. whatever and stuff like that. Uh, but once you get to a high enough level, you can you know because uh, like each each character you know so there's eight characters and each of them has I want to say four to five chapters each. Um, so you know you're talking about like forty to potentially like fifty ish chapters and stuff like that and each chapter for each character has a certain like recommended level like oh you should be around this this level to fight this you know because at the end you're going to fight a boss and stuff like that yeah the boss fights are so challenging in the game i i was under leveled and took on a chapter boss like i think it was a chapter four boss just i was like ah, let me see if i can get through this and i, I did yeah. but it took so long we were just like and the thing is, I thought I was doing good too, because I was like, oh yeah, like I have these really sick ass combos and whatever. And I'm seeing like these high numbers, and it's just like, you know, the first time you're like, okay, it's not gonna die the first one, right? And then you like do it a, a second time, and you're like, okay, you know, probably the third one's gonna finish that. And you do the third one, and you're just like, you're still around, bro? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> and the fourth time, it's just like, no. And the fifth time, I'm like, and I just feel like that moment where it's like, you know, it's Captain America, he's like, I could do this all day, or I'm like, stop like just die already like you can't beat me like i just have items and healing like maybe you could board there's a me war of attrition now yeah, it's a war of attrition <laughs> but like i kind of was actually there was one uh, towards the end i was just like oh he's bursting me for a lot <laughs> like a lot a lot whereas like oh no i might and i was gonna be mad if i died because you'd have to restart that did you beat the boss yeah it cost you yeah exactly everything, everything. <laughs> yeah, all my items are gone and stuff like that uh so that's good uh, but then also a little bit more Phasmo because I forget if I mentioned on the podcast, but mm-hmm. that got a major update. Yeah. Uh, Fall Everything Guys. Yeah. Fall Guys is doing their Final Fantasy collaboration. So playing a little bit of that uh, because you can unlock, you know, Final Fantasy skins in that. And Fall Guys has a weird monetization model where, like, you know, they have a battle pass, right? And it's the same for everybody, except if you buy it, you can, un- like, some items are hidden behind the paywall mm. version, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So it's like if you don't get these characters when the battle passes up, like the skins, you, you can't get them again, like at all. Mm. And it's really Clicks, weird. They're really exclusive, then. Yeah, yeah. Like there are old ones from old battle passes where, like, you could be like, "Oh, that that guy played since whatever twenty the beginning." Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I'm like, "Oh shit!" And like, it's kind of it, it's a lot of FOMO actually because you're like, "I'm only playing this because if I don't unlock these skins." I might not get them again, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's not even like I love, I play Fall Guys a lot, but like just the fact that like if I don't get them now, I will never ever get them. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, that's shit, it. They got you on the FOMO. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, I mean, so like, the thing is though, you have like you have to be say like these will never come back and not bring them back because if you say oh these will never be back and then start bringing them back and like oh this is slightly different color but it's the same skin. So the thing is, they actually have. I don't, to my knowledge, I could be wrong with this. They've actually never said that they will never come back. It's just. Uh. They haven't. They haven't, right? There's, still, yeah. there's no precedent for it. The history honestly, of, yeah. Yeah, and I'd honestly be fine if they were just like, yeah, we will bring them back like every on every anniversary so, or something mm. like that. But they haven't, so it's unfortunate. Mm. But the nice thing is, 
uh, it doesn't feel that grindy in terms of like unlocking all the content. Like even mm-hmm. within the first week, I've already like grinded out. I think like a quarter of the way or something like that, which isn't that oh, bad, nice. you know. Because I only played for like an hour for a couple days or something like that, so not that bad. But then also, in Final Fantasy XIV Genuine, they're doing their 10th anniversary of uh, oh, Rebel Born, right? <laughs> so for our longtime listeners, uh, when Final Fantasy XIV first came out, also known as 1.0, it was a disaster. Like, absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. Catastrophe. Yeah. That Square Enix has only met once before with Final Fantasy The Spirits Within movie, right? I would say this was their second biggest ever mistake as a company, right? Where they were expecting this game to be the next big MMO for them and it absolutely failed from the get-go. I remember making fun of it on this very podcast because... Oh, yeah, like, we were laughing about it. Was it was so ridiculous. There's so many bugs. It was just broken and not a fun game. Uh, and fortunately, uh, you know, when Yoshi P uh, took over, uh, along with the rest of uh, Creative Business Unit 3... They somehow cobbled together 2.0 revamp where it's like, hey, we are relaunching this game. Like, it took so much effort from the rest of Square Enix as a whole. Like, this impacted the development of what we know as Final Fantasy 15, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and another Square 16. It's 16. Like, everything they're like, we yep. need to make this successful. Like, mm-hmm. this game cannot fail. It is too big. We cannot let it fail. Like, this needs to be our bread and butter. Money maker yeah. for at least. It was unprecedented what they they did. Like they literally just like scrapped the entire first 1.0. It's like we're gonna yes. rebuild this from the ground up. And yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that's... yep. And so now it has been 10 years since the 2.0 revamp. So in the game, they're doing a special celebration event and saying like, "Hey, you know, 10th anniversary. Thank you for." And actually, it's really really touching because uh, you go through this story event uh, where. You go and uh, there's like these letters hanging up in one of the major cities, and there's an in-game lore reason I won't get into and stuff like that. But you find out as you play, you do the quest, and then now you can go back and read these letters that are supposedly from like NPCs in the world and stuff like that. Because in-game they're celebrating the 10th anniversary of being, you know, whatever. Um, but you read these, and these are actually letters from the development team that are like mm-hmm. you know hidden. That is basically like, hey, you know, thanks for. I'm like the art director or whatever, and thank you for playing the game, blah, blah, blah. And it's really touching because, like, all these people are saying, like, you know, uh, <laughs> this is a massive gamble on their part, and, you know, none of them ever thought, like, this is the high end. Like, it exceeded all expectations. Like, you know, it, it not only became successful, but, like, it became more successful than they had ever Right. We just like want that. our money back. And right. Then... <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's just been really touching to do that and seeing so many people, like, log back in and do events to earn um, – you know, tokens for like exclusive mm. items events. That's so, really yeah. nice. Yeah. Been juggling yeah. all these balls in the air and it's uh, <laughs> been a lot. Yeah. That's cool. cool. All right. Uh, Corey. Well, I did break down and I got Remnant 2. Oh, I've been uh, seeing so you play that. Yep. Yeah. I've uh, played with my, um, some of my board gaming buddies because they, they like to play that. And it's interesting. It's um definitely like it. It's a third-person shooter, very Gears-like in my um, initial thoughts with the, the overhead, over-the-shoulder viewpoint, the weapons and how they work and stuff. Uh, the enemies, you know, it's not traditional, like, monsters or zombies or anything. It's, like, plant. So, like, I, I thought that was pretty cool because it's like, a little more unique, something a little different. And uh, the progression in the game is more based on the weapons. So, like, you're upgrading your weapons and making them better not necessarily yourself so it's that's pretty different i guess in the in the way that progression works uh but you do have cool like different 
abilities and powers and uh, and items that you can use. Um, and then the other thing that's interesting is that it's kind of random where you go. So like you go out into this world, and that world could be completely different than like someone else's first mission that they do. And yes, there is a cat behind Jim. If you guys are on the video, you get to I didn't say just surprise. keep going. I'm listening. Keep going. Um, yeah. So like I played with my buddy Brent, who has been playing this game for a few weeks or or month or so and he's like oh i've never been here and this is the first time i've gone outside of like the base camp and he's like i've oh. never been to this place and it's like oh i was like okay cool and so uh, it was neat because every time you go in it's gonna be something a little different even though you may have played it a little bit longer than someone else so i thought that was kind of cool but so far mechanically it's it's really tight and it's a lot of fun so i'm looking forward to playing a little bit more of that haven't got a chance to too much yet but only played a few hours of it so, so far. Is it like a story based game or is this like a multiplayer like kind of just Yeah, I mean there's a story. Uh I'm not too focused on the story so much as more just kind of figuring out the game and like cuz yeah. a lot of my buddies have played it for a little longer so they were just going through but there is a story and um Hey, didn't it just come out like a couple weeks ago? It's been like a month or so. Okay. It's been like, yeah, it's been Okay. Out for okay. So I was like I thought it just came out. Yeah, pretty. I mean, pretty recently, it's been, yeah. it's, but it's been like, like you know, four weeks or so is like you're way behind already if someone's playing it every day. Oh, really? So some uh, of my friends have been doing it a lot. Yeah. Is it like a, there's a, like a, is there like a leveling system or anything like that? Well, it's more like, like the progression is more about the weapons. So your weapons, you get loot your thing. weapons get better. Yeah. And and not necessarily okay. even loot. Like you're 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 getting materials to make your weapons that you have better. So you're getting okay. the weapons become better, and so that's where the progression seems to be. So are you so gated like, by like day? Like, are you gated more by like in real life time because you can only get certain materials every day? No, I wouldn't say like that. that. No, no, okay. it's not like a where like oh I have to be online at this time to do something. So it's yeah, it's, no, but, I, but but I'm saying but like you, if you put in like are a you limited? Hours, yeah, are you limited? Like, yeah, I don't. Like, I, catch I, not, it doesn't seem that way. It does okay. from what I'm I can tell. It doesn't seem that way. But I haven't played enough to know for sure. But I think you could just grind out as much as you want and get the materials that you want to get things better. Okay, so like you're making like, your weapon. Can you catch up with somebody? Oh yeah, I think you could play more than they do rather than yeah, them. Like, no, definitely. Oh, you're just so many weeks behind. You can never catch up if no, no, no. You definitely, I could, I could catch up for sure. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because cool. um, uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't know. What I was just gonna say was um. I remember uh, if you remember last year, I was talking a lot about Lost Ark, right? Well, oh, yeah, uh, no, I mean, that, I like that game a lot. Yeah, I love that game so much, but uh, that went through a couple months like six months of like just absolute uh, exodus where like players weren't happy, players were leaving the game in droves and stuff like that. And then uh, just recently, they made a lot of changes to uh, make people come back and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like having like um, it's working to a degree because, like, the servers are more populated and everything like that. Yeah. But one of the things that, you know, to the point where I was like, oh, maybe I should pick it up again because, like, the biggest thing for me was just the, the time investment where it's like you need to run this hamster wheel every day. Like, right. You do your daily. And that, every that's the day. thing with live service games, too, right. you know, and a free to play game. Right. Also. So that's why I was kind of asking about the comparison. But the other thing yeah. is, like, I was just like, I can't do this anymore because, like, the thing is, even if I slide, log in and everything like that, like so, like one of the things is like you have to run X many raid bosses per week to get your gold income, and mm -hmm. gold use, is used for everything in the game. Right? Right. But the thing is, like the newer bosses that I haven't done, 
people like the player base is so impatient that they don't want to waste their time anywhere. It's like it's a farming party. There's no learning mm-hmm. party. So it's like right. if you don't have this cleared, you can't join this party. But nobody's running a learning party. So it's like, what are you supposed to do? And yeah. that's the problem they have to solve now because like they've trained the player base to be like as time efficient as possible because of all the home, you know, yeah. they call and it homework, right? It's like you yeah. have so many homework assignments every week. That's the yeah, that's the live service slash free to play yeah. problem. Yep. Yep, yeah, exactly. But this is neither of those things. So okay, that's, yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, and there is one more thing I've been playing a little bit because it's a smaller bite-sized game, uh, and that's Wrestle Quest. Yes, oh, I heard like, that was good. I heard that was really good. Yeah, I yeah. Think you, Tony, you did yeah. talk about it. That's what I was yeah. like. You're the one that said it. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say Tony's told us. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I forgot I pre-ordered it. I guess, and I was like, oh, I got this too. I <laughs> so it was, uh, showed up, and so I was like, oh yeah, I'll just download this and put it on my Steam Deck. It's like you know. It's, bite size whatever mm-hmm. um and it's yeah it's pretty cool it's nice uh it's like you're playing so i guess the macho man is the uh kind of like this the big featured guy in this yeah. and so like you're playing as these toys that idolize him and so there's one like the character you are is this like toy that wants to kind of mimic the macho man and so you're on this quest to get better at wrestling and the the fight sequences are interesting because it's like wrestling so like it's still turn-based but you're doing wrestling moves in, in it, and it's yeah, pretty Jim, it's like it's like sort of like Paper Mario, okay, yeah, or yeah. like so, Mario RPG or whatever. But yeah, no, it's uh, very charming, and uh, I think that it's um, I've again very early on, but so far I'm enjoying what I've been oh. seeing, and uh, yeah, this is a couple of games I'm like, oh, so many games I want to play, but yeah, no, I, you know, I, I remember playing that at um, too many games, and I was like, this is actually yeah. really good. I'm looking forward to. It. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, for any. Use that have uh, Xfinity. I believe you can get a Steam code uh, oh, for nice. free with Xfinity. So if you know anybody with it, there you go. I got a contact. Free. Good. There you go. <laughs> I'm have to look into this. So okay, awesome. So yeah, yeah, definitely recommend WrestleQuest as a lighter, you know, easy Good. pick up and play. Like perfect for Steam Deck. It okay. does say it's like got things that it's not fully verified on Steam Deck, but it's full, it, I have not run into a problem. So yeah, I think the main thing was like you had a have like their small text and you know on-screen keyboard stuff but i haven't run into anything yet okay uh let's see news wise we've got um hmm. let's start with let's start with microsoft apparently eliminating the one dollar game pass trial once again before the release of stock <laughs> uh so on and off on and off uh they are bundling it if you get the like Pass for Starfield and an Xbox, you get a free month of X of Xbox mm. Game Pass now. Uh, but the one dollar trial thing, I guess, uh, that they gave out for a while is uh, is kaput. So it's, it's um, funny how like you know you, you get other companies that usually try to you know do stuff t- when there's like a big game like Starfield's coming out. Oh, guess what? Diablo's having a double XP weekend yeah. on that same time period or whatever but like your own company is like doing it to themselves like yeah we're gonna make you you know pay more because you want this yeah I just, think it's, I, want. I just think it's another example of microsoft scumbaggery like mm-hmm. this is the first game in what years that mm-hmm. you know actually is, is interesting like yeah yeah as like hey this is the benefit hey this hype for this oh cool right? <laughs> people are excited people have been looking forward to the game for years years yeah. and uh oh you, you might have heard our one dollar game pass trial for a month well that first that was you know two weeks and now it's like oh it's not available yeah. like how like 
this just proves to me either that you're fucking greedy as hell, right? Which I'm not surprised, it's Microsoft. Yeah. Or like you actually just have no faith in your actual business model, right? Because like if you really believed in your business model, you'd be like, yeah, fuck it. You can get Starfield for a dollar and play it for a month. Mm-hmm. Or you know, how I'll even meet halfway. You can play it for t- just a two-week trial now, because that's a new, you know, yeah, thing. Yeah. For it to be like, just to pull it all together, just like so Game Pass just you actually have no faith in the business model. Because yeah. otherwise you wouldn't have to do this. You just are praying that your you know business thing worked, the Netflix of games worked. And well, I mean that's and Netflix no longer does trials. Netflix no longer does trials either anymore. Um but I don't think they've gotten to the point of where Netflix is, you know, obviously. So well, it's, it's just like, so blatantly obvious with yeah, Microsoft right now. Yes, with Starfield, like, absolutely. There's one game that you want. And and now, yeah. And now we're going to make all these changes. I guarantee you, come November, they'll have a lot of promotions for Game Pass. I guarantee it. Because then the game will Probably. be out for two months, and then they can start to discount it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Anyway, yeah. They just don't want you to do day one, because it's a fucking yeah. $70 title. They want you to buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I know. Yeah, absolutely. I know. All right, uh, what else we have here? We've got other news that's interesting. PlayStation Portal um, is the official name for the remote play device launching at $199 this year. Was there an actual date for this? This was announced late, uh, late last week, I believe. Don't even know. Um, this is no like actual date. such a weak product to me. I'm just like, I'm sure there is a super, super niche audience that this appeals to. It's not me. I mean, yeah. like, I give them credit. They did come in under $200. I was like ready for $250. I don't know why. I was ready mm-hmm. for like $250, $300. Bucks. And uh, it's just a streaming device. It can't run the games like directly. It has to stream from your system. So you need Wi-Fi to play it. Um, and, and you need a PlayStation 5. It's a $200 add-on. Um, oh, and, and if you want to use headphones with it, guess what? Proprietary headphones are needed. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there you go. I didn't even know that news. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this device is this vaporware. Vaporware. It's not no, vaporware. I mean, it's coming now. It's just no, I mean, shit. I'm sorry. It's going to be like it's going to be dead, dead on arrival. Dead on arrivals. Yeah, I don't know who they're aiming this towards. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. Ah, uh, let's see. It. I mean, it looks like it's a nice little streaming device. But like Corey, mm-hmm. could stream your PS5 then to your in your house. But why would you, would you want to pay two hundred dollars more to do that? Oh, I have I a know. Steam Deck. I can do exactly. it off the Steam Deck. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, and that and that system is infinitely more. You know, does more things um, than this. So yeah, and the problem like, uh, and I've done like the remote play. I've tried it with the the phone. I mean, it's yeah, it it, it does work, I guess, but it's you know still there's yeah. still lag, you know. Yep. Yeah. Um, the lag and stuff. So yeah, I just so. I don't know who this is supposed to be for because like it just if you want to play your your Spider Man two while you're taking a shit, then there you go. Spend two hundred dollars. It's, it's just a weird business process to me because like you know if. You, you own a PlayStation 5, right? I'm assuming you care somewhat about graphics and playing mm-hmm. on a big screen TV and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. playing like, um, on that small screen, it just seems like, what are you doing? You bought all this high-end yeah. equipment so you can play it on the shitter? Like, I, I guess. Go for it. But, like... Yes. Even uh, Churro chimed in. Thank you, Churro, again. Uh, remote play is shoddy for the uh, PS, PS to connect to computer. Um yeah, so I mean, I agree with you, True, on this. Like, I don't have a lot of hope for this to be a smooth experience when you're playing the game, anyways. So it's like, ah, I don't know. I just don't. I I feel like what is what is the point? Again, back to the beginning. What is the point of this 
device. Like it doesn't. No, make sense. It's weird. It's a weird because you already saw that the Wii U failed with this concept, mm. and it's yeah. not making it better. No, so it's I don't know. arguably worse. Yeah, yeah. Like at yeah. least the gamepad had no lag. It was actually yeah. faster than most TVs uh, under <laughs> yeah. test. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just. I don't understand it. I don't. I don't. It's weird. It's a weird thing. I mean, if you have a, a, a shit ton of disposable income, I guess. Yeah, but, go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's right. it's All very right. odd. odd. I, and like, I want to say like, okay, cool, can play PlayStation stuff, but like, you have to play it next to your PlayStation. Like, if you want to go anywhere with it, you got to bring your PlayStation with you. So it's not even like you're playing it. You know, like the Vita, you could like. Play remote play from somewhere else. I don't know. Maybe you can do some remote play things through some VPN or something, but I don't. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I'm sorry. I'm reading this uh, other news that we have about EA. Um, so, mm-hmm. sorry. Like, EA, we can move um, on from PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. EA Portal. Bioware uh, will lay off 50 uh, employees and cut ties with unionized keyword playtesting groups. Um, Keywords, uh, unionized keywords playtesting group. Um, so I'm reading this thing about their statement as to why they're cutting these employees. Now, Bioware EA has about 250 employees. So 50, cutting 50 of that group, like I understand they employ 12,000, 13,000 people. But to cut directly from that branch that's working on Dragon Age, Dreadwolf, um, and, and they give a statement of we're trying to make the company more agile – it makes no sense at all. Like, I just don't get this. But Yeah, and as I, was, um, I said in the Discord, which, you know, if you comment or anything, like, leave you a link. You can do it yeah. stuff like that. But um, it, it wasn't just, like, QA people. It wasn't bottom of the wrong, like, you know, bottom of the ladder, which is typical in, in, in mass layoffs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of senior yeah. senior position or lead positions. Like, the writers. Like, uh, the main writer from, like, for 20 years for a lot of the dragon age uh games and stuff like that she was let go and it's like what are you doing yeah like, what as are they're working doing? on a dragon age game they're as they're trying to work yeah. on a dragon age game that has been yeah. development hell right and I- i'm pretty sure i called bullshit when what five years ago now at the game awards when like they showed just the logo or something like that it was like on fire yes. or whatever yes. like nothing nothing yeah. like cool it we're working on it you know yeah whatnot and so that's been development hell and so this apparently now because of this a lot of people are in the industry are like being looser with their lips and saying yeah yeah dragon age the next dragon age game is not going well and uh they had to pull resources so the next mass effect game is even more delayed right yeah yeah and uh, i'm god i wish mike was on this podcast because i remember i was telling him i was like dude andromeda failed so bad do not expect another mass effect game for a decade and uh Hmm. yeah looks like i'm gonna win that one so oh yeah Oh, yeah. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Another news. We've got uh, Nintendo Direct coming this Thursday, August 31st. Uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. It'll be roughly 15 minutes and focused on the Mario latest 2D game, the Mar- Super Mario Brothers Wonder. So you'll get some gameplay um, revealing, you know, some more of that actually exciting game. I'm kind of interested in this one quite a bit for the, this October. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I'm excited for that because it's a good time for it to launch. And uh, it's going to be in. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a good. It's, it's, I, yeah, I mean, for me, I don't have a PS5, so yeah. I love it. So I'll be getting this. I actually pre-ordered this, so I'm. <laughs> you excited can also for get it. Sonic too. Oh yeah, Sonic, Sonic as, as well. well. All the same week. It is yeah. hell week. Uh, 
So I know who the big loser in that one's going to be, unfortunately, but I won't say it. Oh. Yeah. The big blue loser? Big blue loser. Uh, but, I, I mean, I hope it does well. I hope it does well. It looks good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, no, I think it's cool. It um, gets it out of the way because, you know, uh, and, and people on the internet are so silly because, like, a lot of the instant knee-jerk reactions are like, there's not going to be a Nintendo Direct showing other games. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, you idiots. We're probably getting an extra Direct where they just want to focus on Mario Wonder because the marketing for that game needs to ramp up for – yeah, an October launch. I mean, yeah, I'm right. Quick. So, would you rather have a 45 minute direct where 15 of those minutes are dedicated to Mario Wonder? No, you wouldn't. So, Nintendo has mastered these directs now, where it's like, hey, instead of dedicating significant amounts of time, we'll just do a separate Nintendo direct for the Mario game and the general direct, which we will absolutely get the week of or before Tokyo Game Show next month, can focus on other games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people just are stupid. So. Um, don't be stupid, people. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. That's the rule. Uh, lastly, in the news, we got Phantom Liberty, which is coming in less than a month. But everybody who owns the base game is going to get that free 2.0 update. And the uh, Cyberpunk's is... expansion. I'm sorry. Cyberpunk. Yes, yes, Cyberpunk. I didn't say the main game. But Phantom Liberty from Cyberpunk, yes. Uh, redesigned perks and cyberware. Revamped police and vehicle combat. Mm-hmm. Weaponized vehicles and car chases. Combat AI overhaul. Plus a lot more coming to this free update to your original game, which I have. Uh, and I can't wait to wait to... I haven't even turned this game on. It's not even put it in my system mm-hmm. yet. Um, so I will probably be popping it in when that comes out and taking a look at, at some uh, Cyberpunk <sighs> finally. Man, I don't... I want... So the thing is, as much shit talk I've done on this game, which I think it deserved. I absolutely think Oh, sure. It's absolutely. absolutely. It way is. It yeah, yeah. I'm so excited for this because... Just, I know. We just talked about Final Fantasy fourteen. We slammed that. But oh, no, 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 it, absolutely. It, yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's like it's very rare for these games to to do it. You know, No Man's Sky, another perfect example. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but it can absolutely. be done, and I absolutely believe that the the people under leadership can make that Cyberpunk a great game, which it sounds like it is these days. Now, it's just you know management leadership rushed it out to make a profit mm-hmm. to to appease the shareholders because Creep they said scope, it would. You know, yep, creep scope, stuff like that. So I am actually excited that I can finally play this game. You know. And uh, even though I already own like a $10 Best Buy uh, copy I got when they were clearing them out with a free steel book, I actually might might get it on PC just to experience it. Uh, it's you know, all its glory. In a full glory you know, situation. It just, it's so rough because I'm like, so first of all, I want to beat Octopath Traveler 2. Yeah. Uh, because that was a Starfield brand new game. Starfield is coming. Spider Man's coming. Sure. Spider Man is coming, which I still have to play Miles Morales. Now. Right? Right. Oh, Miles five... Morales, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you could probably watch something for Miles Morales, but. Yeah, maybe a Let's Play or, or just a cutscene, yeah. I guess, or something like that. But, I mean, I assume Starfield's going to take me all of September. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. If it's good. If it, I mean, if it's good, I'll play. And if it's not good, I'll probably be like, okay, well, just freed up a lot of time, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, reviews yeah. will be dropping for Starfield in two days. So we'll say, uh, I want to talk about that really quick. Shrier had a little bit of uh, something to say about that. Yeah. So apparently a lot of outlets have not received review copies of uh, Starfield, right? So Jason Schreier, uh, you know, who's a respected journalist, I would say. And he's not, he's not saying it as a journalist, like he had no insider tips or anything like that, but his, he made a comment slash joke or whatever like that that uh, he believes a lot of the outlets that did not receive review copies were because they are on the five-point review scale um, versus like a 100-point or a 10-point scale, and that it might be intentional because 
a five point review score. Four out of five. Yeah. Four out yeah. of five hurts way more uh, than a ten point score because a nine point is still good, right? But yeah. There's no four point five out of out of five and stuff like that. Um, you might as well just have a 10-point scale at that point. Right, exactly. So that's why he feels that you know this could be a Bethesda classic move where it's like, oh, well, anybody that's on the 10-point scale gets it because right, they want people mm-hmm. to give this game 10s and 9s because that's good for the Metacritic score, right? Because no yeah, game, right. okay, let's, I mean, let's be real. No game gets 100 anymore. No game no. in history has ever gotten 100, right? So the best you're getting is in the 90s somewhere. So that means you need a mix of 9s and 10s, right? Yeah. On the five-point scale, that does not work. You need fives, and you're just praying that the fours average out the tens uh, to get in that range in the Mm -hmm. in in the between range and stuff like that. Um, So, uh, right, we'll see. The the crazy thing is, um, whichever company it is, I I think it's Eurogamer that owns Digital Foundry. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Eurogamer as an outlet did not receive a review copy. Digital Foundry, which is a partnership or you know co-op right. or whatever like it they did get a copy with specific language that said this copy is to be used only for digital foundry footage you know and videos and not Please do not share this with the parent or sister company Eurogamer and the 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 guys at digital foundry were like hey just to let you know uh this is what happened and we are going to honor this request of theirs but that is why we will have footage on day one, day week one, whatever like that, and Eurogamer as a review outlet will not be able to review the copy. So that's a little sus to me, right? <laughs> that is super fucking sus yeah, to I me. Yeah, I mean, listen, the game could still be very good either way, but they could be looking at that eight that that five point scale makes a ton of sense that they could be avoiding then. Like and that's something that uh I mean it's just you know what it is, like just really I mean seriously, you don't I mean that's just fine tuning like mm. this come on that's just being ridiculous they want to stand up to the sony uh ips they want to show up a nine why well, i, nine I five. think boulder's gate is really throwing a wrench in there yeah no definitely um, so i definitely do not think that was on the radar that boulder's gate 3 would be releasing to this high accolades at all mm-hmm. yeah um, i mean and, yeah i didn't like i said last podcast had no idea i'd be talking about that for my game of the year but here yeah. we are here we are so all right uh i think that's it so we'll see how this goes reviews are coming next uh couple days mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it next week on the gamecast it's gonna be exciting uh mm-hmm. either either way it's gonna either be either way it's gonna be exciting. yeah <laughs> uh so thanks for tuning in everybody once again we are live on twitch tuesday night starting at eight o'clock join us live leave some comments we're also on youtube um so we post on there you get you, you subscribe to both you get notified as soon as we go live youtube's the following day we post those episodes so please subscribe leave us a comment like our posts and we appreciate everybody thanks for tuning in uh we will see you next week